And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, we're going to be discussing a film called 300, directed by Zack Snyder. Yeah, I thought it was Zoo for the longest time. I did, too, because they just write it in numerals. Right. 300 is based on Frank Miller's graphic novel about the Battle of Thermopylae in 480 B.C., where 300 Spartan soldiers Mm -hmm. fought against 25,000 Persian invaders. It starred Gerard Butler. You loved him in Phantom of the Opera. He played the Phantom. I saw him in Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Let's leave it at that. He was King Leonidas, and his wife, Queen Gorgo, was played by Lena Headey. We saw Lena Headey in Brothers Grimm Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, which was also not a very good picture. That's really the story. These 300 men decide they're going to hold off this army. It's very, very dramatic, and they last at least two hours, because that's how long the movie is. And then, of course, they all die gloriously and heroically. Mm -hmm. Now, this film made over $70 million (laughs) on its first weekend released in the United States. Mm -hmm. So I have a question for all of you who spent money to go see this movie. What's the matter with you? (laughs) This was a stinker. Well, there are 300 reasons why people (laughs) shouldn't go to see this picture. I think 300 has an appeal to the 16 to 25-year-old market. I really think that that's where the target audience is for this film. You're absolutely right. When I saw it on a weekend afternoon, the theater was half full, it was all male, and it was 90% adolescent. Yeah, and I can understand why they would think this movie is a hoot. I will tell you that personally, I think this will become an instant camp classic. I think it is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, but not intentionally funny. It's atrocious on every single level, starting with the casting of Gerard Butler as the very earnest and, I would say, buffed-up King Leonidas. All the soldiers were buffed up. They made them work out heavy duty for six weeks before they shot the movie. Correct, and I would seriously doubt whether the Spartan soldiers back then wore Speedos and red capes with helmets. To me, the costumer must (laughs) have have come from Fredericks of Hollywood. There is no other explanation for this. Now, we have all of these battle scenes, and then in comes Xerxes, the man-god, who apparently wishes Leonidas to submit to him. Kneel to him, yes. So that he can then have power over him. That's right. This was played by Rodrigo Santoro, who uh-huh. is a Brazilian actor. Uh-huh. I think he was the camp queen, I might say, of this movie. He is pierced in gold on every part of his body. That's right. He had chains, and I think he was wearing a gold Speedo, as I recall. Yes, he was. But everything else is hanging from him, and he's got pierced cheeks, pierced eyes, pierced noses, pierced eyelids, pierced tongue. Everything is pierced, and I kept thinking someone should pin a medal on him for putting up with all this, but then I realized there was no place to pin the medal because everything (laughs) has already been pierced. I haven't seen anybody wearing this much gold since Sammy Davis Jr. was alive. That's right. It was bizarre. And I think someone found Liz Taylor's makeup table, and they replicated her eye makeup from Cleopatra. That's right. On him. Yes. Now remember, this is a guy playing this role straight, supposedly, with full drag makeup on and pierced gold costuming. 
I don't even know what to say about the picture, except there was one line in the middle of the movie. There's an evil, weaselly enemy played by Dominic West, who's trying to take the kingdom away from Leonidas. So when Leonidas and the 300 soldiers go out to do battle against the Persians, he takes the opportunity to try to bed the beautiful queen played by Lena Headey. So he gets her in the boudoir, he takes her in his arms, and then he smashes her against the wall, and he whispers in her ear, this is going to take a long time and you're not going to enjoy it. And I said, that speaks for me regarding this movie. <laughs> you're absolutely right. And I laughed. I laughed a lot in this oh. film, but I wasn't supposed to. And let's make this clear to everybody. This wasn't supposed to be a campy, funny movie. It turned out that way for me. I know it turned out that way for you. It's bizarre. It's ridiculous. There wasn't a moment that you believed Anything, I know that this happened in history, that 300 Spartans died gloriously defending their country, their city-state, I should say. Mm -hmm. But I had to laugh at every bit of it. Gerard Butler, he did his own singing in Phantom of the Opera. I guarantee you that he'll never sing again because every line that he spoke in this movie, he screamed. I know he did. He has laryngitis, I'm sure. Yes. You know, when we look at these graphic novels and how they are presented on the screen... Of course, I think immediately of Sin City, which we saw a couple years ago. And both of us really, really enjoyed that picture, and we were very much enthralled by it because it was so graphically brilliant. Very taken with the way it was photographed, the Absolutely. way it was staged. It was an exquisite visualization, if you will, of a graphic novel, Frank Miller. Yes. But this became one of those sandal blood and cape movies that Hollywood really made its money on years and years and years ago, the big epic spectaculars. Sure. To try and do this in today's age, I don't think really worked, even though 70 million people went to see it. I think they went to see it because they too were laughing at the gore. They were laughing when someone's head was sliced off and when an arm went flinging and the buckets of blood. One of the producers said, we wanted to create a ballet of blood on the screen. Come on. I'm sorry. For me, there was nothing about the picture that made me want to recommend it. For me, 300 gets the big red light and I'm calling it a blood red. Well, I absolutely agree with you. I'm giving it a red light too. I thought that Lena Headey, who plays Queen Gorgo, bad name for a queen, Gorgo, but she's first of all very beautiful. Secondly, she's a strong actress, and she was yes. able to stand up against the other people in this film. I agree with you. So she was a little glimmer of excellence in something that goes beyond mediocrity. This is just horrible. The director, Snyder, he's been accused of making a homophobic film by some people, and then other people say he's making a homoerotic film. For me, it was just a homo-lousy movie, so it doesn't matter what anybody else said. It just was atrocious. Red light. <laughs> Red light for me, too, for 300, directed by Zack Snyder and starring Gerard Butler, Lena Headey, Dominic West, and the always amusing Rodrigo Santoro. Forgive me, he could be a wonderful actor in other things, but I'm never going to see him again without laughing. No. Okay, two red lights for 300. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotus, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag 
But let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah, right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.